Happy Friday, everybody. We have made it through a week of YouTube drama, and I don't know if it's one of those weird little effects or something, but for some reason, the more we talk about drama, the more YouTube drama seems to happen. What's that effect called where you, you hear about something and then suddenly you start seeing it everywhere? I don't know, but isn't it just, isn't that like bias confirmation or something? It might be. Um, but I, I feel like that's what this week has been because or, or co confirmation bias. I don't is know. Is that why confirmation I bias? I don't know. Uh, I, a, I knew it, it probably has a better term, but like it's it's when you blop, it's when you like buy a blue car and suddenly you see blue cars everywhere. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel like that's what this week has been because it's been like we've been talking about so much YouTube drama and suddenly YouTube drama has popped up everywhere. Oh, are those cakes? That's so yeah. cute. Erin just sent that to me. That's what they all worked on this week, and that's what they—that's what their last. Oh my exam god! Was. That's what she she baked. Which one did she bake? Are all four of them? She baked the one in the back. Uh, I don't. I, I don't want to say left or right, but um, it's okay. It's the one in the back that doesn't have the blue or gray. Yeah, we see mushroom. You know, that gotta, is you know, you know. <laughs> beautiful mushroom. Hey, mushroom destroyer. What's up? Hey, how's my mic? Oh, uh, you're a little quiet. It sucks! I'm trying to figure this out because my boyfriend put this sound thing. Is that getting better? Or... Oh, You're yeah, I mean, fine. We can still hear you. Um, Is that better? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's better. Okay, yeah. Sorry, he gave me a sound thing, and now I'm having to figure shit out. <laughs> I like your outfit. Your outfit's Thank super you. cute. I Thank love you. it. Yeah. It's got cats. That's adorable. Where do you get your outfits? I feel like you're always dressed super cute. Uh, oh, mixture of things. Uh, this I got at Hot Topic a few years ago, but I've been getting a lot of stuff off Shein. Um, I thrift a lot, and then I also make some well, mostly skirts. But I so that's awesome. Too. That's fantastic. Good morning, Baywitch. Morning, everyone. Yeah, so I feel like the more we've been talking about YouTube drama, the more I've been seeing YouTube drama. And I feel like that is that maybe it is confirmation bias because now that we've been talking about it this week, it's been on my head and it's probably been in my... No, you know what it is? It's not confirmation bias. It's the YouTube algorithm. It's because I had to look up videos was, about this shit. I had to look I up videos about... I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking as you were talking because like YouTube algorithm is confirmation bias. Yeah, at first I was like, is it just a coincidence that so much more drama is happening the week we're talking about it? And then I was like, no, it's that I had to look it up to pull up videos about this stuff. And now my my home feed is filled with, what did Gabby Hanna do? What did Creepshow Art do? What did Trisha Paytas do? And I was, now, now because of that, as a result, I'm like, wow, there must be so much drama. In reality, I it's just YouTube wants to show it to me now. Yeah, You're setting yourself up. <laughs> it's I mean, like when I would do uh, when I was doing research on Young Living essential oils, and next thing I knew, my whole feed was just tutorials on how to use essential oils, and I was like, "Wow, oils are like, popular." That's like all the anti MLM content I watch, and then I get all these like commercials for like, "Are you doing the right thing for your network marketing business?" Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, if those ads show up on my videos, I'm getting paid from those guys. So I love it. Also, y'all, later in the stream, we will post the link in Reddit if we, if I you already did. You already how, did? Okay. So the link is I in assume Reddit. that's how Mushroom Destroyer got here. No, I sent no, it to her she, on Instagram. She PM'd Oh. Yeah. Well, I, you're not special, Mushroom. She DMs me too. 
I'm Uh, special. Yeah, you are special. Um, Yeah, so I, yeah, so the the link is in Reddit if anyone else wants to join us just to talk about YouTube drama today. Um, And I think, I hope Paige the Puppet uh, um, joins us later because I want to talk about drama with a puppet. I think that would be fun. So uh, before we get too deep into the drama, I want to plug my video. Guys, guess what? I have a new video coming out today in three hours. This one so is going to be a lot. How does it feel to be a straight girl again, Abby? It's oh, wild. Here's the thing, dude. I don't even know, according to this book, how to be anything other than straight. Because this person, this woman categorizes like everyone as straight. Like, I don't even know how to be gay, according to this book, because she, like, refers to, like, women who are married to other women as straight. She has, like, sections where she talks about how sometimes straight women will get emotionally attached to the woman they're having sex with and want to move in together. Like, I don't know how far, like, what does, like, how far does the boundaries of what straight is go for you? Well, everyone is straight. Everyone is straight. There's only two genders, people who go to Bernie Sanders rallies and pour milk on themselves and people who stay home and have a family. So everyone's straight. Yeah, and both of those (laughs) genders are completely straight, according to Jen Sincero. And not only are they completely straight if they have sex with their own genders. If two people at the Bernie Sanders rally have sex, they're straight. Yeah, and two people have sex at a Bernie Sanders rally (laughs) while pouring milk on themselves, which is going to be my new kink. If two people do that, <laughs> you, you, they're still straight. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a checklist in a notebook, like new new kinks to, to, new to bring king. to Tyler? Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Be like, Tyler, I'm not letting Sammy get away. Sammy went full cutie pie. Come on. Everyone, didn't, did, am I hallucinating? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Sammy went full cutie pie. When did I go full cutie pie? New cake, because he goes, new meme, or next meme. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. PG-13 version. Yes, Abby, you're, 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 exactly. you're, 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 you're straight, not straight girl PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, see, I guess the reason I can still claim not to be straight is that I have a crooked spine, according to Cher, which is true. I do have a crooked spine. So, so I the two it. genders are Savvy and Joe, or the, not the two genders, the two sexual orientations. Exactly. <laughs> Curved spine and straight spine. Curved spine and straight spine, exactly. So y'all, join me today at this link right here in three hours. We are going to review The Straight Girl's Guide to Sleeping with Chicks. We're going to rip this book apart, not literally, figuratively. Um, although there were many times that I did want to actually rip it apart. And set it on fire. I consider we're just gonna burn it. That's all. I I considered setting it on fire on the video, but then I was like, would it be more fun to have like a big Pride Month party on a live stream where we set the book on fire at the end of the month? That could be fun. Out of context, savvy clip. We could all we could all set this book Book on fire together. Burn the book. Yeah. I just might. I can't wrap my head around the concept of straight girls sleeping with girls. They're like, ah. I could wrap my head around the concept if she was talking about, like, if you want to, like, like, you know, the idea of, like, okay, let's say you're a straight woman and you're, like, you want to make out with this girl just to see if maybe you're not straight and you try it and realize, no, it's not really for me. I, I think that's that's fair. 
But if you're going to be reading a whole book, if you're reading a whole book for detailed sex tips on how to have better sex with more women, that just doesn't sound like a straight girl thing to do. What base are you no longer straight and experimenting then? This is turning to Howard Stern. I don't think there's any particular base. I think it's just that like, and I don't think there's any hard line for any of this. I just think it's like, who who is the audience for this? Is my question. Doesn't matter. We're going full shock radio this morning. That's that's what I'm saying. That I I don't get conceptually why she would come up with a book. Right. That like it doesn't just it's mind boggling. Exactly. That's what I don't get at all. Um. So anyway, if you wanna if you wanna see me go through this book and uh, really delve into all the problems in it, which go beyond the obvious problems, there's like turf shit in this book. There's like sexual harassment, excusing in this book. There's there's a lot of like really bad stuff. If you're if you wanna if you wanna see that, then uh, just join me at 11 a.m. Central, noon Eastern, uh, for this. And then I want to plug one more thing since our podcast isn't sponsored. Got to make that money, y'all. So here Hello, is what I want to plug. My company, Forever Home Friends, just released. Ready for this? Plushy Pride Month merch. So you see in these Pride Month merch items, we have it in plushy size. <laughs> look at that look at that it's for your dog so you can get e- or, or your dog if your dog is like a small or medium size the measurements are listed right here but if you have one of our plushies they will fit your plushies they will also fit an american girl doll but will be a little baggy on an american girl doll um but yes for these are puppet. these are the small size ones yes there is one in the mail to page the puppet right now um, she is going to model one for Instagram and I should really check on the shipping of that because shipping things to Canada takes a really, really long time. It turns out. Fucking Canada. I, keep, I keep forgetting there she's in Canada. <laughs> yeah. So Savvy, do you want a, uh, do you want to, do you want a softball question or a t-ball question? Sure. I was just wondering if this book was traditionally published. Y- oh. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna take uh, Chewy and Wrigley. You're getting off the screen for this because I don't want you two to have to be exposed to this book. <laughs> this book was published by. This is not gonna surprise you when I say it because of how terrible this publisher is. This was published by Simon and Schuster. Okay. Simon and Schuster, worst publisher of all time. I believe Simon and Schuster also published Gabby Hanna's poetry books. They are the two genders, and they both. Simon, are you Simon? <laughs> are are you Schuster? Simon Schuster? <laughs> um, they also, you know, recently got in trouble for wanting for taking a deal to distribute a book written by. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to say something too extreme, but we'll say some police officers who have murdered some people they wrote a book about it and simon and schuster was like we'll distribute that simon and schuster is a shit company anyone who comes at me with the traditional publishing big five houses are necessary for quality control and literature just need to look at simon and schuster and all the absolute filth that they put out i'm anti-traditional anyway same fuck tradition make your own shit Exactly. Start a small press, self-publish a book, make a zine in your garage. Like don't 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 fuck with Simon and Schuster. 
It just, I, if, I feel that way about anything like traditional celebrations, traditional weddings. Like, I'm going to be a fucking unicorn at my wedding. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to get a unicorn tattoo, so there you go. I'm going to do all of the above. you be a unicorn at your wedding, too? Yeah. Well, because I'm never getting married. So. You're never getting married. Um, um, so I, I just looked it up, and I sort of feel bad, just because I want to make sure. But, like, so Simon & Schuster fucking sucks. And they get blamed by name because they named their business after themselves. And what if, like, Richard L. Simon and M. Lincoln Schuster were just, like, really nice guys that, that wanted to change publishing for the good? I'm saying this is someone who knows absolutely nothing about them, and they could be absolutely horrible, and I'm defending two of the worst people on the planet. But as a truly ignorant party here, I'm just going to go with this fantasy a little longer. What if they wanted to stand for everything that indie publishing is today, and then these fuckers who took over are just completely ruining their legacy, and they're getting blamed by name because they named the business after themselves right wouldn't like that be awful like r slash nice guys yeah they could be they could be reddit nice guys too so they could <laughs> i mean that's why i think about that okay so what if i name my company after myself and then when i die someone takes over it and makes it a really shit company and now that's how my name gets remembered yeah that would suck everyone's like i suck. fucking hate savvy what a fucking bitch company <laughs> And then you're just in your grave like, I swear, I was nice. I was trying to help. I was trying to help. One of me. Paige, what's up, Paige? Hey, it's Sky. Oh, dude, there. Paige. Paige is being sassy today. I love it. Anyway, I did, this is another just T-ball for us. SMS, and Shitty and Shady. Shitty and Shady. Uh -huh. Paige, what swear words are you allowed to get up to without crossing the line? Can you say shit? Doo-doo. Okay. Doo-doo. Okay. So, so, so you, you, you don't do say any swears? Well, no. I, I'm not supposed to swear. Now, you know, we're recording, so I can't say them right now. But, you know, like me and my, 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 my we, we practice. Out, out of context, Paige clips. It's like, uh, like you know that Spongebob episode where the, all the swearing happens, but they cover it up with, like, animal sounds? Oh, on, on the dumpster? The, the dolphin noise? Yeah, exactly. But then apparently there's a, when they recorded that, all the actors from Spongebob, when they, the voice actors were, like, actually swearing in the scene in their character voices yeah, and Nickelodeon will not release that audio ever. So it's like locked in the vault, but there is an existing oh, audio of God. SpongeBob saying a ton of nasty swear words. The audience that cares about that are adults now with kids and would find that fucking hilarious. Though. For real. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm 32 fucking years old. I would appreciate it. Exactly. We need a laugh. Like you would have think that they would have done it for the apocalypse. That is wild to think about. Now we know what Disney, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and all of our favorite kids' networks do during the apocalypse, and that's continue to try and get our money. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, of course. No one should be surprised. People will be burning in the street, and Disney will tr still try to sell them something. <laughs> well, yeah, they'll sell them the fire extinguisher, I hope. I'm Maybe. checking yeah. on the tracking right now of Paige's T-shirt. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be on its way. I go to check every day to post office. I say, Christine, is there a package in, in my box for me today? And Christine says, no, because I live in a small town and I know. I know the lady at the post office. Her name is Christine and her husband, he sells chips. 
He delivers, That's awesome. I know, right? He delivers the, the hostess chips to the stores in the area. So sometimes I get peanuts. Okay. It looks like it's in transit right now. I'm looking at the, the tracking. It's, it's still in transit. It has not been delivered yet, according to the tracking. Is anyone so, else? Maybe Monday. Maybe Hope Monday. So. That would be a bright spot on a Monday. Yeah, that really would. I really can't wait to see you in a in a a, a plushy Pride Month T-shirt, Paige. I think you look so cute. I, I'm looking forward to it. See this one, this one. I put on a new dress and it has a heart. It has a heart. Yeah, yeah Paige, that new dress is adorable. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I change my clothes like five times a day. You know, because I'm three, and that's what three-year-olds do. I change my clothes like five times a day too, and I'm 28. So don't worry about it, Paige. You might never have to grow out of that. I, I, I plan to never grow up. That was Mama's plan, but it didn't work. So now there's me. Yay, Paige! I love Paige so much. And uh, we love you. And I am so excited because I get to go camping for the first time today. You're going camping? That's so exciting! We're going camping. Paige. We're going camping with Honey Bear and the Truck Tramper. The, 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 the truck camper. So, and then we will go and there's a lake and, and we have a boat and hopefully it will work. Hopefully the boat will work. It's been a little bit not working, but we fixed it, we think. So we got to try that, see if it floats. Well, I place. am hoping to see tons of pictures from your fun camping trip. I'm gonna be we are hoping to get lots and lots, lots of content for the channel. Yay! You see, I've been putting out at least one video a week. Paige, yeah. I watched all your videos yesterday. I oh, wish really? I could comment on them, but yeah, I watched I watched your your book review. I watched your can Disney candles review. Oh, wow. I watched your trip to the farm. Yeah, you're doing you were doing you're doing some awesome stuff. Do you stuff, like Paige. them? Do you think yeah. you like them? I definitely think so. I think you're doing a great job. Uh, and Mama's editing is okay. She had to edit herself, mask herself out of a couple of spots. It was it was interesting. Well, She's I didn't tight. notice. I didn't notice your your Mama in any any Yay! of the shots. It looked just like you. So I think I think Yay! she did a great job. Oh, good. We worry so much every time we hit you know the upload button. It's like oh, is somebody gonna like this? And we are really frustrated. Oh my goodness. We are really frustrated with the whole kids can't get comments thing. Like, I know YouTube is friends and engage. I don't get it. YouTube but is so frustrating. I would love to be able to leave you comments and tell you how much I like your videos. I would like that too. I do have Mama is working on the fan list now. I'm supposed to record my videos today for the thank yous and the confirmation mails, and then my fan list will be ready. Yay! Maybe, maybe, maybe Paige needs a Twitch channel. Oh, yeah, maybe Paige needs a Twitch channel. Oh, my goodness. Do you think Mama's going to learn another another social media for me? I mean, I, I don't know, Paige. I kind of want to see know. you stream playing Minecraft. I want to see you stream. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to get my big brothers to do that because they're, they're good with the video games. We, we kind of not so good with the video games. Oh, but we had such fun last night. I watched uh, Harry Potter with my brothers, the first ones. Oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah. I hope you had a good time. 
Yeah, we did. We got to talking, and then Mama and the boys are going to do a D&D game every week from now on, so I'm helping Mama choose her character. She'll probably be a witch. But I think that's, that's a swear word. so much fun. No, no, it's only if you spell it different. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, uh, do you guys watch what Monty Python? Yes. yes. Okay, so there's this scene in there that is like a family favorite. And so the boys come into the room and they say to mama, she's a witch. And then the one brother says, she turned me into a toad. Uh, no, it was a newt. newt. It was a newt. And, and she turned me into a newt. And the other brothers look at him and says, well, I, I, I got better. But they <laughs> oh, I remember that. That's funny. That, that's a scene that, like, as I think they play every time they see each other, it's like, oh, she's a witch. And then there's the whole thing. They have to act it out every time. It's worse than the Spanish Inquisition, I tell you. <laughs> sure that was Life of Brian, wasn't it? Well, Spanish Inquisition, that was History of the World. Yeah. No, I thought the, the witch thing was in Life of Brian. If she weighs more than a goose, she's what, a sparrow. That, that's Holy Grail. I thought that was Holy Grail, yeah. There was something out about a sparrow, an African swallow. Oh, no, it swallow. was a swallow. Oh, that, a swallow. That yeah. Holy Grail, but there was, what, there was a scene in Life of Brian where they're putting her on a scale, and they're like, if she weighs more than a goose, she's a witch. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that scene. Yeah, I thought that I, was from I, Holy Grail. I remember it as a... The, the the if she so she weighs the same as a duck she's made of wood and therefore yeah, she, oh, uh, she floats and therefore a witch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's oh, Monty that's holy girl so okay so today is we are wrapping up the week of YouTube drama we had YouTube drama all week long and I definitely wanted to ask Mushroom Destroyer some questions specifically about, oh, wait, there's a kitty. Oh, my goodness, a kitty. I'm going to get distracted by kitties. This is what we did yesterday, too, when we were talking to Amanda about stuff. And then she had a kitty come on the screen. And it was so cute. Um, but I, we're going to recap all the drama from the week. I especially want to ask Mushroom Destroyer some of her thoughts on the frenemies stuff because... Um, frenemies okay so guys if we're gonna we're gonna go back to monday we're recapping the whole week so on monday we talked about the, the frenemies podcast which was the the live stream podcast run by ethan klein of h3 and trisha paytas and how the podcast had just broken up because we could have just done that all week it's we could have covered that all week um yeah I mean, but then we would have people coming to our channel for drama do some updates on that and stuff, but Mushroom Destroyer, I remember you mentioned you had some thoughts about the process and about Trisha and how and her her you know reactions to everything. So I was wondering what your thoughts and your perspectives were on the entire thing. Oh, uh, a lot of it for me goes to the mental health aspect. Like it's very obvious that even though she's going to therapy, which is good, she's going to therapy now, it doesn't seem like she's uh, incorporating those things and actually, you know, applying them to her life. She may even be using therapy more as a, like, bitch session, which I know some people that do that, too. 
That's so. fair. That's, I mean, I, I, there's nothing I love more than go, like, this is genuine. I love going to therapy and just like complaining about everything. It I can mean, be really, fine. it can feel really good. Yeah. That's fine occasionally, but whenever you have BPD, you, you really need to like work on applying skills and reworking the way your mind separating your thoughts and feelings because that's the thing with having borderline you start to think something then you feel what you think and it becomes a fucking tumbling freaking ball of shit <laughs> and, yeah. I, and i'm speaking from experience having borderline personality disorder like i've done a lot of therapy and there's certain aspects i've gotten a lot better on but i mean sometimes i still have a hard time like if i start spinning out like I'll, I'll have a breakdown and it sucks. Yeah, I am working on it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lifelong process. It's not like you go to the doctor uh, and get your alley fixed and it's all fixed forever. You gotta keep on fixing it over and over because it's it's not fixed just once. That's that's the way I understand it. You gotta, you know, sometimes if you don't look after yourself with the sleep and the food and the stuff, and then with Trisha. It's like, how much is an act and how much is for reals? Because everything is so, so mixed up in her world. I can't uh, tell. Honestly, the majority, like when she lashes out, I can tell you that's real. Like, I, Okay, that's what I was interested in. Because I remember you said you thought it was real based on your what you've experienced. So... What, yeah, that, well, I guess, like, I, I guess from your, your personal experience, just so you guys know, disclaimer, no one on this stream is a mental health professional. We're all just talking from our own experiences. No one's diagnosing I'm anyone. I'm close enough about having a degree, but that's only because I studied it for a very long time. I just couldn't get through college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no one, no one on here, no one on here is a doctor, just as a disclaimer, no one's giving any mental health advice. We just, uh, wanted to talk about from all of our own experiences. And I know that you mentioned you, you, and you, uh, said that Trisha, um, when she would get in that kind of fight with Ethan or have that kind of, you know, breakdown or that difficulty that that seems like that's genuine. And I'm wondering, um, one, what tipped you off to that? And two, like, if you could just give kind of a overview of what BPD is, um, for just for people who don't know much about it, because I don't know much about it or at all. Yeah. Well, with BPD, you can have very quick mood shifts, especially towards anger. And if you feel like someone, like a big thing with BPD is like fear of abandonment or like someone like feeling like people are betraying you and that sort of thing so you can take something small kind of like she did where she was getting a pretty fair deal on that you know ethan's only getting that extra five percent to pay for all this stuff. yeah it's like, definitely a fair deal i agree yeah <laughs> I, I i honestly think part of her thing is she has been so used to controlling everything when it comes to her youtube stuff and she's not used to having someone else take over like the financial aspect of production and i think she thinks she can handle a lot more than she actually can that makes sense um so so you mentioned that some of the 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 are the things that go along with bpd is like 
you're, you're, there's a fear of like losing control or a fear of abandonment. So fear what? Of abandonment is a big one, and then like black and white thinking, like to an extreme, is a is a big BBT borderline thing. I'm I'm tripping over myself, but I worked through a lot of that black and white thinking stuff. It used to be really bad when I was like a teenager, but I see that in Trish, like she can get so stuck on something, and like some. Uh, what they call splitting where like you can super love someone one day and the next day you think they're the worst fucking person in the world she does that to Ethan all the time yeah she she was definitely doing some and that's the thing is like what Paige was saying earlier like is is she just doing it for the show and that's kind of how what I always thought was that maybe she was doing but it seems like from your experience what you're saying is that this very well could be a real like mental health issue that she's going through right now on this instead of Oh, it's most yeah. definitely it all this like any YouTube drama, you know, a lot of people we villainize, it all it's all mental health issues, you know, untreated or undertreated or you know, start getting treatment too late and they're still in the worst of it, like that's what most of it is, you know. People, yeah. people will, like, I've done shitty things because of my mental health issues. It's Me too. Ex- it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation. But a lot of people will use their mental health while well, a lot of people who aren't, like, properly applying therapy and stuff will use it as an excuse to act shitty, which I don't like. And that's <laughs> what we that- were kind of talking about yesterday with Gabby Hanna, too, is that she... Oh, she's uh, the worst about she has been especially since you know recently she was diagnosed with adhd which again can explain a lot of you know executive dysfunction or it can explain I a lot i wouldn't be surprised if she had bpd too i'm just okay i don't want i don't want to speculate on that whatsoever that feels like it's rewired soldier I'm territory speculate because no no i don't want to speculate on another person's mental health I'm actually yeah i don't think we should speculate right on another person's mental health at all i think that that um i never want to diagnose another person with anything i never want to speculate on someone's mental health i was just i really was interested in your perspective especially mushroom destroyer because of you having bpd so i kind of wanted to know from your experience what that was like obviously guys i just want to be extra clear you know trisha said trisha has said in a few videos that she has bpd and so that's why we were talking about bpd in the first place however I am not Trisha's therapist. I, none of us here are. And I don't really, I don't want to spend much time speculating about what she's specifically doing in therapy, but I think we can still have a little, a productive discussion. She has mentioned some things in videos here and there and on some podcasts I listen to that she's been on that are not her typical audience. So I think she felt a little more comfortable talking about stuff like she didn't mention she was doing some DBT, which is a treatment for BPD. Yeah. Shout out to Alicia, who has been on our stream in the past, who is a professional DBT therapist who has talked about this. And I think that is really cool. DBT seems like it's really helpful for specific uh, specific cir- circumstances. Yeah. You know what else is helpful? What? I've been watching UEFA, the championship. And... I love picking against a country and then just hating that country for no reason for the entire course of the match. I have reasons to hate Canada, mostly the people, but just this two is fun. People. 
two people. You met two people in Canada that you didn't like, and next thing you know, you hate a whole country. I can name more. The one, the one politician in Quebec who wants to put down all boarded pit bulls. Oh yeah, fuck him, dude. For yeah. real. For real. Yeah. yeah, that Quebec Quebec is actually like they got the language police. They're shitty to pit bulls. Like uh yeah. Guys, we okay, so I think we're doing we're talking about this, right? We're doing Canada Week in two weeks. Like next week, next week we're I'm gonna so do excited. Canada Week's gonna be great. So Paige, Paige is one. We we should do we should start July July first is Canada Day. We should start July first. That I think that's actually gonna work out perfectly. So well, yeah, July first is a Saturday. Or no, it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, yeah. So we'll have so next week is we're gonna do Dr. Phil week, and then the 28th of June through the second of July is gonna be Canada Week. So we will yeah. Uh, Amanda's dad loves RK screen name, fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> I thought Joe was confused about what BPD it's oh, yeah. stands for borderline personality disorder. It's just a lot easier to say BPD. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes people will confuse it because BPD is also the initials for bipolar disorder, but generally people just refer to that as bipolar. Yeah. Uh BPD, even in the uh DSM. It, like borderlines shortened to BPD, uh, not typically bipolar, but you know some people internet speak and stuff will shorten it like that. But then it confuses people. So for wait, okay. So Laura brings up Shatner was a jerk to everyone. He's Canadian too. Okay, so Amanda, who's in the chat, got in a Twitter fight with William Shatner. So we're gonna have to bring her on for Canada Week to talk about her fight because so Canada week, we've got a lot of stuff to do guys. So as you know, Paige right here has been very helpful. We'll definitely have Paige on that week. Cause she's Canadian and she, um, she sent me a message about, um, was it you? Joey yeah. You sent me a message about Joey. Jer so Joey Jeremiah from Degrassi, the actor who plays him is currently on a podcast tour. So he has like a site where you can schedule to get him on your podcast. So I am going to be sending him a message for that as soon as I can, because dude, I would love, if we could get an actual Degrassi actor on our podcast as a guest for Canada week, that would be literally the best thing of all time. So that is one thing I'm going to be working on. We'll also have Paige on. We'll have any of our Canadian, maybe Friday will be all of our Canadian viewers can come on the stream together and talk about uh. stuff. And then one day we need to talk about William Shatner and we can have Amanda on to discuss her Twitter fight with William Shatner. Um, which I'll is I'm so sad Canadians. to hear about that because I was such a big William Shatner fan, but he's been acting so rude lately. I'll only accept Canadians at their exchange rate. So for every two Americans on, what is that? Like one point, how many Canadians? Well, <laughs> thankfully there's the two of us and we can have us two and one Canadian RK. on. You just bring all the loonies on. <laughs> it's actually funnier than my fake laugh. I like that. Um, I, I, I was trying to like be supportive with a fake laugh, and then a real laugh took over. <laughs> and Julia, yeah, it's a joke. RK's on. Don't don't speculate. Don't speculate. Oh yeah, no, okay, yeah, Julia, Julia. Sorry, no. Give some context for those who are not, uh, who have not been following our our running thing about Canada. It sucks. No, okay. 
It really just, started with just gonna give a, Queen Buttonheads. Gonna give everyone another disclaimer. This is the podcast full of disclaimers. So today, <laughs> here's here's this is the second disclaimer of today. Yeah, needs a blanket. It's fucking cold up there. Okay. So they- <laughs> second disclaimer. <laughs> If we're gonna be totally serious for a second, which RK is not, because he's high, so I'm not high. don't out me like that. I'm not high. <laughs> you yes. literally were smoking on the screen a second ago. That doesn't mean anything. That could have been anything. That could have been water. Oh, Julia's <laughs> giving us a hard time over here. Yeah, Play no, Canada. that's a that's a regular thing on our on our show <laughs> is that RK hates Canada for well, he did give for us the real reason. Reasons. It's because he had two Canadian co-workers who threw him under the bus and now he hates Canada. Oh, Wait, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm gonna expand on that a little more. Canada has this global reputation for being polite. They don't fucking deserve it. <laughs> Fuck off. See, that's our, okay, but that's just so everyone who's new knows that is, it's a running joke that RK hates Canada. Look, Canada but gave he, us he a little too hard, hard to it. That <laughs> some of the spiciness was uh, him and Queen of Spade. Oh, uh, Queen of Spade just showed up. Okay. We manifested her. Speak, Queen, speak we manifested you. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just still struggling to deal with Gord Downey's tragic passing. Rest in peace. He's a Canadian legend that I love and respect. And uh, Canada's given us some shit. Some? Yeah. Oh, Queen, I don't know That's if you were here you. yesterday when we talked about it, but um, we're going to do Canada Week. Not next week. Next week, we're going to do Dr. Phil Week. And then last week of June, first week of July, we're going to do Canada Week. So you will be welcome to come on the show. Paige will be welcome. All of our Canadian viewers will do... We'll do Friday. All of our Canadian viewers, but they have to speak French about being Canadian. They have to speak French. Oh, see, Paige can speak French too. Look at her. No, 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 no. Uh, Well, it sounds like you're speaking French to me, so I don't know what you're saying. I assume what you're probably saying is I don't know how to speak French, but since you're saying it in French, I'm assuming that you're saying you know how to speak French. Yeah, I see it in French. She de français. Not very much. Mama, she tried to learn it in school. She she tried to learn it in school. And she got good marks. But if she met a, a, a French person on the street, she won't be able to even remember what bathroom is. Seriously. So, Julia, yeah, some context. This Throughout the month of June, we haven't been doing a... We haven't been living like people because RK has been studying for a big exam all month. And so we have been take, like trying to not put too much extra stuff on him. Uh, so mental energy. Yeah, exactly. So for, yeah, next month we're going to get back into, we're going to do some like fitness and workout influencers and try their stuff. We're going to do some more uh, reading the books and, and analyzing them for the past couple of weeks. Uh, for the month of June specifically, we've been doing more like discussing a topic for a week and bringing up videos and stuff because I want RK to not be stressed about his exam. Yeah, he has to do really good on his exams and make us proud. So yeah. yeah, make Paige proud. Yeah. I'm so fucking stressed. That's why I get stoned. You're good. I think you're going to do great, honestly. You should try floating. That's really awesome for relaxing. I'm going, I'm going, uh, me and my boyfriend tonight, we're uh, going to our float tank thing that we do once in a while. The, that sounds uh, fun. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we're going, 
we got I booked us two deluxe rooms because they gave me a fifty percent off coupon again. So I was like, hey baby, you want a float? Wait, what like, is a what is a float tank? So uh, like it's the sensory deprivation thing. You, I've never heard of this. What? Hold up, I'm gonna pull up a video. Joe of Rogan. It. Joe Rogan always talks about it. Oh, dude, we should have gone on a float tank for Joe Rogan week. So, I'm yeah. down to do more Joe Rogan we, weeks. We can do another Joe Rogan week. Water. I definitely get smoke enough weed. But it's room temperature, so you don't feel it around you. It has so much salt in it, you just float. And yeah, you it's a lot feel of like salt. you're weightless and you're in the dark. Some people put music on and some people have lights, but just in the dark with nothing. In the old days, they used to call them sensory deprivation tanks. But now they just call them floating systems because, you know, it. like all things good, it got some bad reputations from some really funky people. And so they, they started changing the name in order well, to, they you know, to PR. They also wanted to start giving people option, like if they want some mood lighting or if they want music, you know. I don't need to see you one hour earlier. I want to see you in the tank, dude. I want to see what this is. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about your vlog. <laughs> I, I, vlogged, I vlogged me going to the float last time, too. But I don't handle scary, small dude. As I well. think I'd be terrified of this. But, this okay, but me scary. and my boyfriend get the deluxe room, so they're like the size of my bathroom, but you just float in it. Do you water. do you talk at all? I mean, I'm by myself. You're in a room by yourself. You're in a room by yourself, and you're you don't hear anything. There's well, no sound. If you don't want to, but if you want the music, they have music. Uh. And uh, that you can have the. Oh, there! See, Homer did it. Oh, Homer did it on The Simpsons. Oh. But it's just kind of like a meditative thing, and it's supposed to help your muscles and stuff too. Like, is the, the water the cold? No, no it's, it's body, body temperature. temperature. And interesting. Uh, it's uh, full of like thousands and thousands of pounds of Epsom salt. So, oh, interesting. This is fascinating. So this if you have so a small cut and you go into that tank, Oh my God, that happened to me, that happened, that happened that to me last time. I forgot I had a little cut on my forehead. Oh my fucking God, it burned so bad. But they do provide, if you ask for it, petroleum jelly if you have a cut. But I forgot I had this little like cut right here. And yeah, they give you a little thing if you're having trouble keeping your head up so you're not constantly dipping your head back if you're dipping your head back they might not have enough salt that's what i heard well it's just your instinct that's what they explained to me at the float spa that your uh neck will go like this and it's sometimes just more comfortable to have that little ring like for me it is because i have a lot of stress on my neck and i'll end up like cranking my neck back weird so as with it's all things your mileage may vary but we found place, it to be awesome. The place we go is called Float STL, and I think they're very accommodating. Like, if you need, uh, like, some people, maybe they have more issues, like, uh, like disabilities and stuff. They'll give them, like, a little pool noodle to kind of support their arms or something. Like, they're, they're pretty accommodating. I'm looking up float tanks near me now because I want to try one. Uh, Kitty, are you thinking of the Dead Sea in Israel? We should, y'all, oh, dude, we should live as in a float tank for a week 
and and stream from the float tank. Oh, you can't do that. Can you no. imagine what a prune you'd be? Oh you my so, goodness! Even after ninety minutes, you get a little bit pruney. Right, but I mean, we could just we could just broadcast the show from the float tank. I had like one of those swim caps on my head last time because I didn't want to like I had dyed my hair not too long ago, so I didn't want to you know possibly get anything. No out. bleach and it all out. In my uh, swim cap, when I was done and all the salt dried, it was like I could hit it and it would just all the salt just shattered off. Let's look at how much it costs to float. For me and my boyfriend, like it's usually $60 a person at the place I go to for a 90 minute float. But since we had the 50% off, it was $60 for both of us for later today. This sounds interesting. I'm going to have to try this. We're going to take a little bite of an edible before we go to. Yeah, maybe I'll I won't do that the first time, but maybe I'll do that in a future time that I do it. Last time they uh, offered, to drink they too offered much. CBD oil and we did that. The CBD didn't do anything for me, but they say not to drink too much coffee before you go in cuz it can make you jittery on the inside and it make it not a pleasant float. Okay, so maybe I should just go in like kind of sleepy and just just like yeah yeah they okay. make sure you shower and everything beforehand too like they're really strict about keeping the things clean like if they find anything you will get charged a cleaning fee like you don't want to pee in there well obviously anything. you don't want to pee in there that sounds it does, gross it does filter the water and everything between yeah. people too <laughs> my boyfriend got me onto the float tank thing he told me about when we first started dating and we do it, eh. I mean, honestly, just whenever I get a coupon. <laughs> they send me coupons to my email occasionally, and I, was, I bought us a float because he really enjoys it, too. It's just like a meditative thing, and it helps them kind of de-stress. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll try that at some point. You definitely should. I think you, I think you'd like it. Well, I'm glad I learned about floating today, guys. And, See, then, is... and then in a couple of weeks, I'm doing a float trip where I'm going on the river with all my friends. So That sounds so, fun. Yeah, oh, tubing lake? Uh, camping, and we're taking a big rafts down the river. And I am uh, I got a big old waterproof speaker, so it has some tunes. And there's like over 100 people going. So it's going to be a good time. So, oh, I love that Gail's here because I won't. I it's reminding me to edit the theme song. Fighting crime, trying, trying to, to save the world. world. That's our yeah. theme song. Yeah, no, it's not. Who gave no, that, 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 That's our theme song. The Sammy and I came up with it. Yeah, exactly. Kitty says, I swear, a mushroom always has something wild planned and acts like it's totally normal. Going roller skating, going to the float tank. Oh, yeah, uh, the next weekend's the naked or the clothing optional roller skating. That sounds so fun, dude. My boyfriend 3D printed me a Furby face because I want to make a long Furby. <laughs> you guys sound like you have so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to make cursed objects. <laughs> All right, so cool. I love how once again we got off track, which is wonderful. Um, because what think, tracks are we on? What tracks? Yeah, today is just a, a wrap up day. We're just having fun today, dude. It's Friday. It's Rebecca Black's holy. Day. You know what? It's Rebecca Black Day. Let's talk about Rebecca Black today. 
It's Friday. Let's talk about. Wait, okay. Let's see. Oh, you know what? There is some YouTube drama we can talk about, which is that Tati came back yesterday. Uh, Kat says, I don't know if you already mentioned it, but I'm glad Tati uploaded a video yesterday and is just moving forward. Thought the type. See, there we go. There's more of the confirmation bias, right? Uh, Kat's like, I thought that was funny because this. This week, right? Okay, I feel like this isn't just confirmation bias or just the algorithm because there actually has been more YouTube drama going on this week, right? We had the whole mess with Creepshow Art. We had the whole thing with Gabby Hanna. We had the Frenemies breakup. And then Tati comes back, okay? Who's in retrograde? I want to know. <laughs> the universe is working through you. Yes! <laughs> yes, Paige! Yes, the universe is working through you. Oh my god, they're ten, I, I they're wish I could play. their YouTube drama. We're ten. Oh, you know who else, wait, you know who else came back too? David Dobrik. He came Did back. He really? Back. Fuck him. He dropped. He dropped David the vlog. Come back. Yeah. Let me look him up. Yeah, he dropped oh. the vlog. Oh, Brianna. Yeah, I've seen those. Those are a little bit too cursed for me. I just want to make like weird little furry long body furbies. So, okay, so RK was asking me the other day, are there any long-term YouTuber friendships that last without them breaking up or getting in a fight or getting exposed videos made on each other? And I think there are. Well, because I want there to be hope for me and RK to have a long-term YouTuber saying, friendship. But there are. Manny and Laura Lee are still friends. Um, I was thinking of um, Drew Gooden and Danny Gonzalez sense. are still friends. Those two are friends. Uh, Cody Co and Noel are friends. Oh my god, I love Cody Co. Yeah, they're friends. Um, who else is still friends? The Vlog Brothers, but they're also the, brothers. They're brothers, <laughs> but they, it still counts. It still counts because you know Jake and Logan Paul are brothers, and they have fights all the time. But they're also nasty dudes. Are the Gallagher so brothers? Difference. Yeah, and there's uh, there's um, who else am I thinking of? There's uh, is it Dan and Phil? I never watched their show, but they've been friends for a long time. Uh, and they're still friends. And um, Markiplier and and his, who's the guy who's friends with Markiplier? I never watch any of their that videos. Markiplier and whoever is this fucking friend? No, he, Markiplier and his he has a very close friend. Yeah, and, my boyfriend. My boyfriend watched all the Unis Allness stuff when they were doing all that together. My okay, but has, Dustin Daly and the viewers voice live together. Yeah, but they're dating. Yeah, so that's a they're, little different. They're engaged. Oh, they, are they engaged? Really? Oh, that's I, cool. Yeah. I, I do like them together. Yeah, because I, I, I was trying to think of, like, there are definitely YouTubers that have lasting friendships. And they're generally YouTubers that don't get into too much shenanigans. Like, they might do some commentary videos. They might call some people out. But they're not, they're not out here, like, intentionally starting drama. The people who intentionally start drama, their friendships don't last. But, yeah. I love that word, shenanigans. Me too. It's one of my favorite words. Yeah, I love playing with words in my mouth. I just love the big words that are fuzzy. Like shenanigans. That. That's a good word. Yeah. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think Queen's right with this. I, I, I do think that it depends on the community. Or in some communities, just aren't conducive to friendships. That's true. Although I would say it depends what side of the commentary community you're in. Because like I like I like I say like Danny Gonzalez and Drew Gooden are have been very close friends for a long time. Oh, Lindsay Ellis and Contrapoints. Lindsay Ellis and Contrapoints that they're awesome. They're they have they have the best friendship. I love them both so much. I don't think Lindsay Ellis likes me though, but that's okay. 
Why? Oh, because I um I made a video disagreeing with her, and then Cat Black did a live stream about it, and Lindsay came on the live stream. What about Savvy and Savannah, Marie. Yeah, the two Savs of anti-MLM YouTube, Savvy and Savannah Marie. I love it. Um, yeah, but I think I, RK. I think we could. I think we could have a, a lasting YouTuber friendship. I hope Lindsay Ellis isn't. Hate you? I think you two. She doesn't hate friends. me. She doesn't hate me. I did. I was in the the live chat, and I was like, Lindsay, I'm a huge fan of yours. I hope you don't hate me. And she was like, Oh no, I don't hate you. So I know for a fact she doesn't hate me because she said it to me directly. I'm Cause... pretty sure you guys wouldn't have issues because you guys can talk about stuff and you guys can communicate effectively. I think a lot of these people's problems is they don't know how to communicate effectively, and a lot of these problems people need a lot of therapy. Yeah, well, as Amanda was saying yesterday too, therapy would benefit everyone. I think everyone could, sure, be, could benefit but some from therapy. Get a lot more than others. Well, some maybe. Um, but yeah, again, it's like you know who else? Somebody who still needs a lot of therapy. Oh, I still do much. too. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, do you want to hear something funny though, or uncomfortable? Yeah. You know yeah. who else? You, you know who else says everyone needs therapy? Woody Allen. I mean, uh, <laughs> broken clocks right twice a day. One of my one of my quotes, one of the quotes I heard somebody say one time was like, "Good people can do bad things, and bad people can do good things." That's Which is true. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. true. That's like one of the main themes of our show is that we'll we'll talk about someone who's a shitty human, but be like, "Hey, we actually learned something from them, though." Like yeah, I'm a the, I'm a really kind person, but I've done some shitty things because of my men mental illness, and me I, too. I acknowledge and own that shit. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm just a shitty person who does shitty things. Speaking of which, I've been writing a list of everything in uh, since I turned thirty, July second. I've been writing a list of everything I've learned Dude, in my twenties. Dude, okay, wait, hold up. Is it just poetic justice that you're turning thirty on? the end of Canada week on this show. Well, no, we're not starting Canada week that week. We're starting. Like, yeah, we start are. We no, no, we're starting Canada week that Thursday. Cause no, we're not starting it on no, Thursday. We're, dude. we're doing it the whole week. We're doing it all week. I can't, I, I can't do it the whole week. Cause my exam, I can't, I can't do anything that requires actually focusing that week until you after don't have the 30th. To focus. It's Canada. Okay. Fair enough. We'll carry you. We'll carry you. We're Focus for Canada. Well, no, like when I say not gonna not be able to focus, I mean there's gonna be two days that week. I'm not even on stream. Is that gonna be Queen, the 29th Queen. and 30th? Yep. Queen, I'm turning 33 on August 3rd, so I'm I'm there with you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I just love that you're gonna have your 30th birthday while we're celebrating Canada. I mean, I'm used to it. Like I was born. We'll July celebrate 2nd you in Canada <laughs> on the same day. Yeah, July 2nd is the last day of Canada week and is RK's 30th birthday. So and then we can do America party, week. Your birthday party will be just full of Canadians, just but as you always wanted it. But then we can do America week the following week since the 4th of July. Like, you know, I was, I'm in Buffalo. I'm, I'm, I was born and raised in Buffalo, New York. I was born and raised in a home that was 10 minutes walking from the Canadian border. So I'm used to having people light fireworks for July 1st, the day before my birthday, and July 4th, two days after my birthday. I'm used to a lot of explosions on my birthday. <laughs> so we're gonna so we're gonna live like Canadians for a week. You don't have to, but I'm just gonna eat like a ton of maple syrup that week. And I'm All gonna watch candies. hockey. I'm gonna and I'm gonna listen to only Alanis. <laughs> I'm gonna do all the Canada stereotypes. Chips. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's always just hot as fuck on my birthday. Because <laughs> freaking See, August 3rd is hot as shit. This it checks out. Blizzards on Mama's birthday. I feel like... I, 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 everyone says that their 30s are their best decade. That's Honestly, my 20s were a shit struggle living in poverty. I'm doing a lot better than I was then. But I can also attribute lots of therapy and growth and all that shit. So I do think 30s, you start to see things get better. But when I was, you know, in 18, 19, you know, I thought I'd be a lot further by the time I'm 30. Me so too, was, dude. I thought I was going to be... Disappointment. I turned 30. I remember my stepdad saying, like, maybe a month before my 30th birthday, he's like, are you one of those people that have a weird thing about turning, like, age or turning 30? I was like, no, my only thing about turning 30 is I thought I'd be above the poverty line by now. Yeah. Okay, so I recently watched the the Bo Burnham special on Netflix, and he has this song about turning 30, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing having an existential crisis about turning 30? You are way more successful than I am. And he induced my own existential crisis because I was like, you're over here. You're only 30. I'm going to be 30 in a year and a half. And you're so much farther in your career than I am. This is not fair. And then I got upset. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I am I am I'm one of those awful people that I'm just so afraid of aging and I was like I thought I'd be so much farther by twenty eight than I am. And yeah, that's uh that's well, just you're something doing pretty I'm good for yourself, Savvy. You're a lot farther than I ever was. Like and that's was, the thing, I think it's I relative. My my income was like eleven thousand dollars in a year. Like it was mm. bad. You were selling some shitty weed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can tell you about some times I got pulled over for QP of weed under the hood back back in the day, and I'm so lucky I didn't get caught. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. Sometimes I, I think watching... that dumb shit I did back in the day because of ex boyfriends. I'm like, wow, I'm lucky I'm not in jail. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was watching this song about turning thirty, and then I realized, like, okay, a lot of people think that I'm fairly far in my career. So like. Maybe from his perspective, he still is having an existential crisis about turning 30. But I just felt even more jealous than usual because I'm like, you made it. You're 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 only 30 and you've done all of this. What? Yeah, but why would his accomplishments matter to you? I mean, you, do you have the same do you have the same goals as him? Yeah. OK, then, yeah, you're a failure. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no way around it. OK. <laughs> I was under the assumption that you didn't. I mean, I have a lot of goals in general. I definitely, that's the thing is, all right, I'm 10Xing all my goals all the time. So I think I to an extent, I, I, set, I definitely set myself up for failure in the sense that I give myself like too many goals so that I always will feel like I'm falling short. However, I do always accomplish a lot more. Dude. So I don't know. Maybe that's my own fault for setting too many goals. We, we discovered <laughs> after you mush. Uh, I was gonna say thir the, my 30s didn't give me existential crisis, but DMT sure did. I better not do DMT then. Um, Sweet Sea Monster says comparison is the thief of joy, which is I remember that is a quote that Rachel Hollis plagiarized from Mark Twain on her Beachbody speech. She plagiarizes good people. Yeah, she chooses good quotes to plagiarize. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you gotta, like at least she's not a moron. Like, not like she's plagiarizing some <laughs> shitty quote about McDonald's. <laughs> Like, can, you, can, you, I was just, can you imagine if she plagiarized Eat Fresh? Like, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, yeah, but my mind went from McDonald's to Subway. I know McDonald's is, 
I don't even actually know what their theme is, but Eat Fresh is just more prominent in my mind. And as far as like happiness on our stream is concerned, we discovered the key to happiness last week with the three W's. Brianna said the three W's from what I recall, and it's uh, weight training, water, and weed. I mean, ever since I implemented those three things into my life, I've just been infinitely happier. Yeah, I'm going to work on implement. I've been having more water since I've been intermittent fasting, uh, which is good. I think I'm going to keep the fasting up. <laughs> water water is a downfall for me. I need I'm terrible at remembering to drink water. I just forget to do it a lot, although I'm I, drinking I, water. I, my crutch is diet soda. I am, yeah. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes. I barely ever drink alcohol, but diet soda, man. Weight training, water, and weed. That's I need to do more. Weightlifting, water, and weed. I need to get some of those. Those things. Yeah, we should make. You're a puppet, so you don't need any of those things. Paige doesn't even need to. She doesn't even need to hydrate. That's wild. I know. Hydrate, hydrate. If I get wet, I think Mama would have a heart attack. Uh, all oh, she no. can imagine is mold. She's oh, not, no. That's yeah. what she thinks. So she Do keeps not nice eat Paige any she water. She smells like mildew. -doo. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You should have seen the fingerprints Mama had to wash off of me after I went to the farm this weekend. You know, I go there and the kids, they want to, like, stuff their fingers in my mouth and poke my eyes. And That's I go so rude. Teach those kids about boundaries. Say, this well, is I my personal space. I try. You know, they're little. They're little. Yeah. I mean, I guess the boy that got me the most dirty, I, I think that he was maybe about, maybe two years old. Maybe. Okay. So they but don't he was wandering yet. so close to me. But, oh, my goodness, I thought he was going to kill Mama's oh, camera. No. Oh, yeah, I thought he was going to kill Mama's expensive camera because she took the big camera and the little camera and the other camera. She took too many cameras, I swear. Anyway, How many cameras does your mom have, Paige? Uh, let's see. We have, um, so we have the two Canons and we have the Sony and then we have the two webcams and then, of course, her phone. Wow, you have a lot of cameras. No yeah. wonder you make such good videos. Well, we try because we learned about angles in the filmmaker class and we want to make them interesting to look at and not boring. And so we're trying to use them. But Mama's not so good because her eyesight is failing. And so she wanted to be a videographer, but her eyesight is failing. So we really have to adapt. So I think okay. your videos look great. Thank I you. wanted Thank to you. address Sweet Sea Monsters thing about kombucha. I cannot. I've tried. I cannot. My so for those who are listening to audio only, Sweet Sea Monster says try kombucha instead of soda. Takes some getting used to if you don't already like stuff like that, but it's fizzy and sweet and way lower calories. I uh, am a super yeah. taster and I have sensory issues because my autism and kombucha is a no-go. It's an automatic. I have never had kombucha. I remember a couple years ago uh, there was like a huge kombucha craze and I didn't drink it because I wanted to be hashtag not I, like I, other girls. And so then I never got into now it. Now I can think about too when you mentioned kombucha is freaking Anision pouring the fucking kombucha all over himself. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Okay, since it's YouTube drama like week, let's talk about Onision. Onision is not drama. Onision is he's, he's, a, he's an <laughs> actual he's criminal, freak. yes. Yeah. Great. Onision would belong better in, in Scammers and Criminals Week, I think. Well, I mean, is, is he a criminal? Like, can we actually say criminal? I don't Legally? know. I don't know. 
I don't know if we can legally call him a criminal. I don't know if he's been legally charged with anything. I think the only thing he's done, I don't know if it's like legal crime or, so, or I mean, I'm sure I know it's crime, but I don't know what we would categorize it as is um draining his wetlands. Right. I know that's the thing he got an yeah. actual legal issue for. However, I mean, I wish he would get in legal issues for all of the yeah. uh, grooming, predatory shit, all the yeah. predatory stuff he did with underage girls. I would, I wish he would get in legal trouble for all of that. But at least his YouTube check got taken away. Yeah, finally, right? It took him long enough. YouTube, Susan. You guys remember, like, back in the, like, edgy emo kid years when it was cool to ship Onision and Shane Dawson, and then, like, nope. three years ago, it wasn't cool to do that anymore because Onision was problematic and Shane was a uwu soft boy, and then suddenly it turns out that they were the same kind of guy all along. That feels like you stretched it a little bit at the end. I well, don't think- I mean, Shane, is Shane, I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Is Shane as bad as Onision? What do we think? One actually hey. had relations with, with girls that were barely... That's true. Shane has there really is, bad boundaries. With there is video up. of Shane kissing 12-year-old girls on the mouth. Okay, and that's messed up. But again, yeah. we can say we can but say we, we can say that's messed up without it, without it saying it's as bad as actually going. I think yeah, I, I think I it's, think it's yeah, even worth having a discussion on. Yeah, I, I can say I think that's a sort of product of that time. That like, no, kissing twelve year olds no, is no, not a product no, of the time. About, I'm talking about the fangirling stuff where uh-huh. I've okay. seen fangirls like push themselves on people and I think he had really bad boundaries in general like I'm okay. not going to excuse him yeah. in general but I've seen it at conventions too um, I don't know if anyone knows Vic Mignana but I've seen some of these young girls that would like hop on him and stuff like he's kind of a creep too but I, I'm not going to take away from people being awkward and not having boundaries. Yeah, I think Laura's right. One's a registry and one's prison. Yeah, it was a man Okay, yeah. I think it's safe to say Shane Dawson has, has predatory behaviors, and Onision is an act, is a definite predator. Um, yes. Yeah, so I guess we... I, I think if we're going to compare awful people, we can say I think Onision's probably the worst YouTuber. Yeah, and I'm probably in, in not doing the best at articulating what I'm trying to say about that. No, I, I get what you're trying to say, I think, to an extent, which is that he he might have not sought out to be predatory, but... but did he a, didn't stop it. But, and he had which, boundaries. as a grown adult, is what you absolutely have to do. And I think yeah. he kind of saw himself as younger than he was at the time. I think he was trying to relate too much to that age group. Yeah, and that's that's a that's that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that is I, never I a good really, idea. Really, really bad boundaries on his part, and also like that kind of like I'm trying to be the cool kid. I'm oh, cool the blonde kid. guy who's in prison. I know who you mean. I know who you mean. Um, I can't remember his name though. I don't know YouTube pre twenty. Honestly, I don't know YouTube pre twenty sixteen. So y'all are gonna have to uh, I excuse my lack know of knowledge any on this. Of these people until the last few years, like I was on YouTube. Like you can check my channel when it started two thousand six. I never got into any of these Anusia and Shane. Dawson. I didn't know who these people were until like twenty eighteen. Yeah, like, I saw Shane radar. with Tanacon. They were off my radar completely. 
Because um, I just wasn't the type of thing I was into. I wasn't... I like... Like, the only reason I ever got into Shane was because all the little docu-series things he did. Yeah, that's what I got... like. I like that style of video. Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of saved his career. And then I thought he was kind of... Like, I thought he was funny because I like dark humor. But I didn't like all the... When I saw his old videos come up. Like, to me, that was just, like, that cringy, weird edgelord shit. Like, I had people in high school that I was like kind of friends with who were like that that always made me uncomfortable yeah that was never like like I got a little edge lordy when I was younger I was like I that. was absolutely an edge lord a couple years ago and I'm glad for the like, people in my life that stayed with me through that awful phase I had I was more like dead baby Jones Austin Jones that's his name I was trying to look oh, it up God. Austin Jones yeah that was disgusting too. Austin Jones was a like a, a full-ass predator who is in jail I think this is smart, Kayla. My my, I have a little half brother who's twelve, and he like can't stand social media. He's like, Twitter's stupid. Yeah, he's he's correct. <laughs> Twitter is stupid. Like, Guys, what I here's the thing: when I cleared my cash last Saturday so that I could load the Sean Boston document, and then I it logged me out of everything. I have not been able to get back into Twitter the whole week on my desktop. So I only have Twitter on my phone, and it has been amazing. I'm never logging back into Twitter on my desktop ever. I only recently, like, kind of started going on Twitter just to follow a few people and kind of, like, joke about stuff. But I, I never really used Twitter before the last few months. <laughs> I think it is important for parents to worry about their kids on social media because I think there's – you see too often – parents just give a kid an iPad and then let them do whatever. And I'm not, that's not to say that kids shouldn't be allowed to play on an iPad. They absolutely should be allowed to if they want to. But I think it is it is important to be careful with, you know, the, the internet's a big place. And I don't I don't believe in fear mongering about the and internet. It's an easy place to make a mistake on. It's an easy place to make a mistake on. Absolutely. There's a lot of opportunities for really bad things to happen. Yeah, I, I, I what Monica said there, yeah, I, I kind of see it more like it's not a good thing but it's definitely not like onision where he was actually trying to chase after yeah i guess onision and onision like would like marry women that he met when they were like yeah 15 16 yeah he would meet them and then like wait till they were 18 and then like yeah yeah like i think some of his bad boundaries i honestly think was from some of his trauma his abuse trauma too yeah so i like i i could i could see him potentially being redeemable but not being forgiven by people who were victims of him but being a a worthwhile person forgive someone but he needs to prove he's actually working on himself and not trying to be like this caricature like this caricature of empathy like, yeah his whole i'm an it. empath thing good lord no 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 yeah no no we don't need that shane we need a shane who's actually reflecting on his shit and taking care of his stuff and not trying to weasel his way back into youtube when he needs to work on himself more well y'all are also forgetting about the blackface state uh phase that he had well, that yeah. was not good. Yeah, I I didn't even know about that when I first started watching. But again, him. Not, not, yeah. But again, not legally criminal, just horrible. Not criminal, just just a nasty thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what. Well, and the only reason I said that was if if we weren't talking about Onision, I wouldn't make that distinction. But because we're talking about Onision, I felt the need to make that distinction. Yeah. I mean, I don't 
I never liked any of that type of stuff back. Like I said, I was I never got into Shane back in the day because that wouldn't have been my type of humor. Like if I ran into him back then, I would just been like, like no. Now I always thought it was funny though. Like, does anyone know Jamie Kennedy? Do you remember Jamie Kennedy? Jamie Kennedy Experience. The Jamie no. Kennedy Experience. No. That was a show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He used to full on dress up as big fat black women and do like uh, pranks and stuff. I'm surprised nobody's trying to cancel him. <laughs> a lot of people forget to cancel people and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they forget that someone was doing that. It's not blackface. He's painting his body and shit. Sometimes they wouldn't let us get away with it anymore. Like, I don't think that Cookie Monster would exist on Sesame Street if they created the Sesame Street right now. And then that back on the Cranky Anchors, there was a guy called Special Ed. There oh, is I remember no him. Way yeah, that, that, would, there's no way he Special Ed to exist anymore. But lots of people laughed at it at the time, and we didn't know it was wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. I think education goes a long way that a lot of people don't always understand the way that their 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 like sense of humor could be negatively impacting others. And that, I mean, that's the thing that's definitely like it. That's why it's important to communicate. It's important to educate each other. It's important that we all evolve together. And that's why I'm kind of anti-canceling as a thing in general, because I, th I think it's important that we're all willing to kind of help each other learn and become better people so that the yeah, world becomes and better. Yeah, I'm on that road, too. I don't usually like to cancel people. I think holding people accountable should be more... The yeah, exactly. Thing. Absolutely. And, so, uh... You know, I would consider myself an empath, but I feel cringy saying that shit because... Alright, right, 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 you rightfully so should feel cringy. It's a cringy word. Yeah. But <laughs> I actually am, Unless you're I talking about, like, Star Trek characters... Like the Betazoid race oh. in Star Trek where they have actual empathic abilities and can feel each other's emotions. So, but so like, if I walk into a room, I can feel if there's like tension or like weirdness with people. Oh, like I, I cannot at all. I guess I'm I, not an empath. My, my therapist says there's another word for like what I experience is highly sensitive person. So okay. it's an actual diagnosis thing. <laughs> so I disagree. I mean, in the, in, in, in the, since the start of this show we had to deal with don't blanket hate Canada because blanket hate is stupid. I agree. And that means I also agree that blanket hate of social media is, is silly because while I it's agree. very, it's very, very easy to find negatives for it without it. Savvy and I would not have met without it. I would not be friends with AG. I would I got some of my closest friends I met on social media. So yeah, I do think, I think there is a, media, this, this show wouldn't there's, exist if there weren't social media. Like my, my space was, I had so many creepers when I was on MySpace when I was like 15, 16. I, I never got, got into MySpace. I was I got sent like freaky looking dick pics when I was 15. Ew. I was like, well, I guess it's a good thing I never did. Yeah, I, MySpace was popular when I was I was big into my not like other girls phase when MySpace was popular. So I intentionally wouldn't go on social media. I intentionally like would barely use the internet. I would like be the kid in high school in like 2007 who would be like, um, you guys all do your research paper on the internet like a bunch of losers. I'm going to use exclusively library books. Like I was that bitch. So uh, I didn't get into social media until much later because I was like, I was so big into being retro and different. <laughs> so. I had an 
aspect of that, but also like I got the MySpace because I love taking like I got my first little digital camera. I love oh, yeah. pictures. I was trying to be all like artsy farty, like. I was a selfie queen before, you know, you could flip a camera around. I'm sitting there like... Oh, I remember taking the selfies where you had to hold the phone. You couldn't or, like, see it because you twisted position. the phone backwards. I yep. was using my bathroom mirror to, like, see my screen on my camera to get it just right. And just, like... You did bathroom know. mirror selfies? <laughs> well, I was using the mirror so I could take a selfie so I could see what was on my screen. I, I get it. I get, get it. I get my positioning just right. So, my mom's always called me the selfie queen because I was doing it before it was a word <laughs> i love it i love it so yeah no i think social media can definitely be a good thing it's it's everything oh, yeah. in life has good I, and bad uses i have a story from one mama uh this was before when she was actually active on twitter but there was a riot that broke out in vancouver and then within three hours they have mobilized a cleanup team to go out and clean up uh, the whole mess that they had made in the riots. And it was incredible to watch in real time. Just incredible, all the people coming together. This was before that orange guy and before uh, a lot of that stuff. This was like years ago. I don't know how many years before I existed. Uh, but it was a story about a time when social media, they came together and, and did something really good, really fast. And that couldn't have happened any time before. They would have had to use, like, phone chains or something. Exactly. Yeah, I think it can be very productive for a lot of things. And I think I think social media has been incredibly beneficial in helping educate people about social issues, especially since, you know, if you grow up in a very insular community and you don't understand what people who are living a different life than you are going through, you might not understand the importance of being empathetic to different struggles or to helping different people out. So I think that the way the Internet has connected us is really important and has done a lot more good than harm for the world as a whole. I think that's what kind of drew me like the MySpace time was I was one of those outcast kids and all that. And also I liked looking at all the pictures of all the scene kids and stuff because I like wanted so badly to be able to do that with my hair, but it never came out right. Oh, you were definitely <laughs> a scene kid. I can just tell. But I wasn't though. I tried to do the I hair. I don't believe you. I believe you were a scene kid who couldn't get your hair to flip in the right way. No, I was just a goth kid or, like, really, etc. I have pictures of me of high school. I can post them on Instagram. and You, you should. I want to see. Yes, I will show you. I even have my uh, uh, lady beard uh, fedora phase, too. Oh, the fedora phase. Oh, dude, I wish I had more pictures of me in high school, especially when I, I had the, like, bangs because... that covered one eye. I had that phase. I had a... The bangs covering a full eye, straightened with the flat iron phase. Um, and I wish I had some pictures of that, like of me at 14 with my bangs covering a whole eye, wearing like my rainbow hot topic necklace and my Fallout Boy t-shirt. Oh, I have thousands of pictures of me in high school because I was always trying to like, because I wanted to so bad, just model. model. Yeah. So I still do that. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think we can uh, we can bring this all full circle by saying that social media has it has some good, it has some bad. We've covered YouTube drama this past week, and we've covered seen how your the peace. you've covered your mom this week, and we can see kind of how the good and the bad can come together in different ways. How YouTube drama can start important conversations about a lot of things related to mental health and the way that we 
try to treat each other and improve things, but it also can cause a lot of stress and a lot of difficulty for a lot of people. So what, RK, what would you say you learned from this week? Um, Got to learn something so we can write it in the 6S book because- Oh, wait, actually, no, no, no. I, 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 I was going to be snarky, but I did, I did actually learn something firsthand now, which is putting trending drama in your title, no matter how small your channel is, absolutely gets you views. You don't need to do anything else. The day we put Creepshow Art in our title, we had like 60 consecutive viewers. We hadn't had that since like Rachel Hollis week. And that's because people look to me for Rachel Hollis. So that yeah, was, so uh, we, we have, and yeah. the friend, the friend was, so as far as like what I learned, uh, growing on YouTube's easy, growing something you actually want to grow is difficult. I mean, like I said, so now, now I know drama channel is one way to grow on YouTube. If all you care about are numbers and the other way, which I always stand by is reaction channels. Exactly. So we, I guess we, we learned, we learned that the YouTube algorithm creates confirmation bias. And in addition to that, I, I do think we learned, or I personally learned about the way that uh, the way to look at interpersonal conflicts online and viewing them through multiple angles. Cause that's what we try to do on this show. Sometimes it's hard to do that because it seems like there's a person who's so very clearly in the wrong, but then you want to try to understand their side of it as well, especially if you're going to look at it from multiple angles. So I think that that's an important thing to take away too, is that, I mean, even the people who are, who have hurt people and people who are wrong, they have their own side to the story too. And, um, I think another important thing to keep in mind is that there are lots of things that can explain behavior, but not excuse it. So if you understand why you have a pattern of behavior that's hurting others, you know, instead of using that as an excuse, use that as a way to help figure out the right methods to improve yourself, or at least that's what I'm going to do more and more as I start to understand my own like mental illnesses and my own problems with all of that. So I think that there definitely is some real stuff to learn. There's so much real stuff to learn. And as long as we continue to be curious and open ourselves up to new experiences, instead of judging before we even begin, we will grow and we will be successful. Or at the very least, you will. And I'll get to live in my lighthouse. Yeah, and that's all we want in this world. I mean, so, because life's, guys, a life's a journey. As long as you're learning, you're doing good. Completely agree. So it I'm must be go time to go watch uh, walk Chewy, huh? Yeah, it's time to go walk Chewy, but don't forget in an hour and a half to join me on my main channel for my review of the Straight Girl's Guide to Sleeping with Chicks. It's um, nobody asked you, Patrice. Sam, what? How's, how's your tattoo healing up? Oh, it's healing up great. Awesome. Oh, I was wondering how I met your mother. I assumed, yeah, I assumed you were quoting something. I didn't assume you were yelling that at me. Um, Mama thought you were yelling at her. Patrice, Patricia. She said, yeah, what see, did I do? You, yeah, I you do? made Patricia think you were yelling at her. What? You're not an empath, RK. Be an empath. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, y'all. Join me on an hour in an hour and a half on my main channel. And then join us again here tomorrow morning at uh, noon Eastern to edit Cancel Sean Boston. I'll see you guys in an hour and a half in the chat. Don't forget to support small businesses. Have a great Friday. Don't swear.